are listening to the unofficial BattleBots podcast, recording almost live from the unofficial studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is episode four, our instant reactions to week one of season four of BattleBots. There's lots to discuss. I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get going. It's robot talking time. is hype tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We packed them in for this show, too. We packed them in. All right. All right. Let's get started tonight. All right. So, unofficial BattleBots podcast. Uh, we are a fan podcast that is spoiler-free. Um, this is We call ourselves a super fan podcast, and we're talking about this this current season of BattleBots. Uh, we'll, we're here almost live every Friday, like we are tonight, um, right after the episode airs on Discovery. Um, again, we're spoiler-free, um, so you won't hear about it until it airs on TV, um, which is why we're so excited to talk about this tonight. Uh, I'm your uh, host. I am Al. <laughs> and our other host is... Alan. Turned on you a little bit. All right, what did you say? What do you think got them to turn on you? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> All right, so uh, we just got done watching week one, the episode on Discovery US. Uh, what's your one biggest takeaway from what we just saw? My biggest takeaway from this episode is how powerful the weapons have gotten compared Absolutely. to the third season. Yeah, that's a great point. Very smart. Um, I mean, we saw a crusher that crushed. Yeah, which is a uh, sight in of itself. And we saw a horizontal spinner that kicked some butt. Um, we saw another crusher actually win yes. a match. Um, what what other kind of... T- driving. Driving. Driving yes. was a big deal tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, the best drivers, I think, in all, probably almost every... Yeah. Match, driver, yeah, the each best match driver had a won. great driver. Um, we didn't do so great on our predictions. I mean, you did pretty well. I was five and two. Yep, and I was less than that. Yep. Um, <laughs> Three and four. Oh, come on. I mean, there were a couple that were tough to call, though. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about all that. Um, we kind of want to go in order of our biggest moments. So we're really, really excited um, to continue doing this. This is episode four. Um, one thing I want to bring up, we now have email. It's unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. It is BattlebotsPod on Twitter. Or you can look for Unlimited. Unlimited. There I go again. Unofficial BattleBots Podcast. Uh, you'll find us either way. And also Unofficial BattleBots on Instagram. Um, and so we're almost anywhere that you would look for uh, a podcast anymore. So we're up on almost every site. Uh, we're still waiting to hear back from Pandora. But other than that, you should be able to find us. Nice. So we're really, really happy that you're here. And we're very, very thankful that we get to talk about BattleBots. That's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, what a better way to spend your Friday night. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's get right into it. Um, I think... What we both thought coming out of this episode uh, after watching it, 
I, we think the biggest. I think the biggest story is oh, yeah. quantum. It's it's insane seeing how a crusher could crush through a bot like blacksmith or right. any bot in general. And it, they're a rookie. Yes. Um, we talked about them in the last episode uh, or a couple episodes yeah. ago. They won King of Bots, which is crazy. Which is really good, but it's still not BattleBots. Yeah. Um, so there were some questions. Um, Crushers haven't had the best time. On BattleBots. On BattleBots. in general. Um, and so there was a lot of hype around them. Um, as they mentioned on the episode, a lot of the builders, a lot of the um, team members that were in the pits... Uh, this was one of the bots they had their eye on. Yes. And not just because it's shiny and beautiful, because it really does look like oh, a yeah. next generation bot. It looks really beautiful. The and like the claw itself, the face on it is uh, custom made. It's not like they just got some parts from a manufacturer and got it. Like they made it themselves on the computer. And yeah. I mean it, it's yeah, it's it's I mean it stole the show for me tonight. Um, oh, yeah. All right. So talk a little bit about the fight. So they fought Blacksmith. Yes. And, and I talked in the last, or I've talked on these episodes about my feelings on Blacksmith. But coming in, how did you feel about this fight? I mean, we both had Quantum Pick to win. Um, yes. Did you think it would be uh, closer? I thought it was going to be closer. I didn't think Quantum would get through Blacksmith as much as it did. Right, because Blacksmith said right on the uh, Air. broadcast, yeah, uh, twice, like before the before the uh, episode fight before happened. the fight, they said, you know, there's no way they're gonna penetrate through <laughs> this. They might crush it, but they can't penetrate it. And what? Ten seconds them in, wrong. The fight had to stop twice. We're guessing twice because there's a random cut halfway through the fight. Yeah. So, so basically, the the fight started. Um, Teams were equally as aggressive, um, and right away, Quantum just bit a hold. Well, first, Quantum ran straight into Blacksmith and got in the air, and Blacksmith almost hit Quantum, which could have been a deciding factor of the fight. Okay. And then Quantum? Yes, and then Quantum got to the side and just crushed it. Yeah, and then we think they got stuck there. Yes. We think that they stopped the fight there. Yeah. Because it seemed like a weird edit. Because they're cut, and then they're by the screws, and the next thing you know, they're not together and on opposite sides of the arena going after And the driver of Quantum like looked over at Blacksmith and gave him a thumbs up. Yeah. After Blacksmith had just been yelling yeah. at him to let go. Blacksmith looked annoyed in that fight. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's his own fault. Right. And, and that's one of the things I want. One of my big takeaways of the night was I didn't know what the heck Chris Rose was talking about. when they, Because, okay, so what ended up happening is they, they split them apart. Then they went back together. Quantum bit them again. Yeah, right away. Couldn't get out. Um, and it looked to be in a gearbox or something. Yeah, they had to cut the top of Blacksmith out in order to get that tooth out. Right, and then they never... Yeah, they had to basically remove the panel and yeah. give it to Quantum. And then <laughs> yeah. they still couldn't get it yeah, out they with had the to drill press. cut it around. They had to it's, cut it. It's insane. Um, but because they couldn't take the tooth out safely, 
because it was into the battery of the gearbox. Yes. They actually showed exactly where it was. I wish I remembered. It was in the gearbox. It was the gearbox? Yes. Um, so they couldn't um, remove it safely. So the decision goes to the judges. And while we're waiting for the judge's decision, Chris Rose kept talking about how we had no idea which way this was going to go. Because although Blacksmith literally did nothing. It was lifted in the air. As they always do. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um. He was saying that they might win because they can't let Quantum's go. Quantum's weapon wasn't working right, which because isn't true. Part it's, of the weapon doesn't have to let go. Yeah, its main function is to crush, not to let go of a bot. And Quantum wasn't doing anything to Blacksmith, and Blacksmith couldn't get away. There's n- yeah. what? What more can you do? Yeah, like, build a bot that can get away from me. Yeah, it has some mechanism to get away from someone, uh, another bot. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of ridiculous. That was mm-hmm. one of the things I was, I really didn't understand what he was talking about yeah. at the time. And Kenny, Flor, um, Kenny, Kenny Florian, Florian, um, yeah. um, you know, he kind of tried to smooth his way around it, but it was kind of weird. So yeah. Anyway, well, that was another, another thing to say, the team from quantum, they said that they, they blame blacksmith for it. They're like, if they put thick armor, therefore our teeth are going to get stuck on it. It's not our fault they put thick armor on the bot. Yeah, one thing fault. I was surprised by is that they were that blunt in the interview. Yeah. They were like, it's your fault. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Game on. Yeah. Cause but, I so mean, that could be a grudge match, but who would want to watch it? It's quantum fans. <laughs> right. Because I mean, Kendall, but would you want to see that? I mean, that, that was yeah. it. Yeah, Al Kendall. He looked really mad. Yeah, he looked annoyed. Yeah. And I get it because you prepare all year. Yeah. And then you get in the in the ring and you can't do anything. Yeah. In the box. Which makes sense. I mean. I mean, and you can't do anything. Like, yeah. Like, he didn't have any chance to do anything. Yeah. Well, it's not like he wasn't trying to let him go. Like, he was pulling him in the screws. He was trying to get him out some way. It just didn't happen. Right. But do you understand his yes. frustration? That you, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I didn't even really have a chance. Yeah. He couldn't drive. He was Which, carried. Here's how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't really care. All right. um, So it ended up being a unanimous decision. Um, Again, you know, Blacksmith had forks and their normal hammer. Uh, Quantum had a crusher. But the single tooth. Yes. Which I think is a better, that's a better uh, configuration for that battle. Yeah, just because it's one skinny part. It's one large and skinny part. It's easier to hit the insides. It's not like they're going after a spinner and they have to try to dodge it some way. Right. It's, it's a hammer. It's going to hit them from up top, not the teeth. Okay, so Quantum looks like a real challenger this year. Oh, yeah. It's... And we, you kind of hinted at it while you and I were watching live. But um, So every week when we do our preview show, we're also going to give our top 10 bots. And Alan kind of had a pretty uh, wild prediction for Quantum. So yeah. you have to tune in on Monday or Tuesday, probably Tuesday for that one. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. All right, what was the um, next biggest takeaway? Uh, next biggest takeaway was Endgame versus Death Roll. And actually, never mind. No, that's I, fine. Okay. No, that that was a big that was a big deal because. Um, Endgame was a bot that I really liked coming into the year. 
Um, I really had high hopes for them. They started out great last year. Then they kind of faded away. They made some mistakes. They were in some tough matches. And I thought, hey, they're going to put it all together. Second year, they're going to be better. Um, They came out and they were kicking butt. Oh, yeah. And this was was, um, strategically placed by BattleBots. It was New Zealand versus Australia. That's (laughs) a huge rivalry. Um, they're they're their country's only rivals. Yeah, I mean it's a big deal, and so to have them go in the first episode of the first week, you know, was pretty it, great. It makes sense. Yes, and death roll. Um, they took a lot of punches. Oh yeah, they were after their first hit. They were flying around the arena. They were just they tried to get back on their feet, but they couldn't for a good ten seconds. They got a lap around the arena. Right, so Endgame came out and hit massive hit after massive hit after massive hit. It was at least three to start. Oh, yeah. And then what was that that broke? Part of the ceiling? Part of the wall? Something came flying out of light. Glass on the floor. (laughs) It was crazy. I mean, just completely, completely dominating. Um, Smashed immediately. Like that, you like you said that that it was maybe the second hit, yeah. um, and it made death roll roll and roll yes. and roll. It was like rolling around the arena. I mean, it threw it across from one side of the arena all the way to the other, and then it started rolling around yeah. like it was a death roll. Yeah, and you <laughs> it just really thought was a death this roll. team is getting their butts kicked. Yeah, and all of a sudden they get a hit, they get and another then... hit, and. Flip them over. They're and, done. And they're done. I mean, so really, the fact that they could take all those hits yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah. That's and then still another... have enough left to to flip them. Yeah. It was crazy. With a vertical spinner. I mean, it's, they're not a flipper. No. And another thing to realize, Endgame was also reliable, this fight. That's not some they're known for last season. Especially in the Rumble, their spinner stopped after their first hit. Uh... Their spinner did not look like it stopped at all until it was stuck on it, which it makes sense that stopped. Right. But still, it's definitely an improvement from last season. For Endgame. For Endgame. Because I'm worried about them because they were one of the teams that I kind of picked as my wild card. They were the team I did pick as my wild card. And the reason was, again, great potential. Bad things kept happening to them. I thought they were going to switch it around. But now I'm starting to worry. It kind of feels like a trend. Yeah. You do it once. You do it twice. You do it three times, four times. Now we're on to five straight losses. Yeah. Eh, It kind of feels like a trend. Yeah. Thing is, though, they lost because their self-writing didn't work. They can either modify the self-writing. They can get a stronger motor for it. Uh Uh, Yeah, they just fixed it. And that is what they fixed. That's the new part of their bot. Is yeah. their self-writing. Which, it didn't work. Didn't work. So but you're saying just go back work. to the drawing, drawing yeah. board, or maybe go back to the old configuration. Uh, whether that's possible or not, I'm not Maybe really make sure. it a little bit shorter. But I don't know if that would work, depending on how large the blade is. Yeah, I mean, we were kind of surprised when we saw it come out, because we hadn't seen that version of Endgame. Yeah. It mean, was... Even all the pictures, the practice, the, uh, the photos that leaked... Yeah. Um, before the battles, we did not see that self-writing piece. I saw the self-writing. It did not look as large as it did. It right. Or we saw something, tiny. but it looked 
it, it, it seemed different. Yeah. So, okay. So to me, the big takeaway from that is Endgame dominated but still lost. So yeah. to me, is this a trend? I don't know. Are they going to dominate people and then lose in the end? I mean, that still makes for great everything... fights. Right. No, it absolutely yeah. makes for a oh, great yeah. fight. Especially for some upcoming fights that are going on for Endgame. It will be interesting to see how they do. So what's next, do you think, for Death Roll? I mean, is, I, are they a serious bot? Are they going to be one of those middling they bots? Can, I think they're going to start off as middling. I think in those final two fights that they're going to do, that's really going to be their definition. That's gonna. It's either going to keep them in the middle or it's going to make them one of the top contenders. Okay. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those teams at the end that we're not going to know whether he's in or out. Yeah. It's going to be the end game of last season. <laughs> right. Ironically. Yeah, or maybe Valkyrie, but Arya, um, because I think they finish further out than people are giving them credit for. Yeah, but anyway, we'll get to that uh, eventually as well. All right, buddy, what's the next thing we want to talk about? The next thing I want to talk about is the main event: Tombstone versus Lockjaw. These people would just stop for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, so Lockjaw. Um, Tombstone, they build this one. I had tweeted something out um, that you could have read. Um, it, again, follow us. It's BattleBots Pod on Twitter. Um, but, you know, this this rival, rivalry, air quotes, yeah. you can't see me. Uh, I'm giving the uh, old-fashioned air quotes. This this rivalry of guys that haven't fought in 10 years. And, yeah, same happened with Bronco and Lockjaw last season. And, the, and Lockjaw wasn't the same robot and it was called what was it called yeah, i can't remember it was like a saw but it was a horizontal spinner yeah um, they won that's right i take away right but it was 10 years ago so yeah to call it a rivalry was kind of silly mm-hmm. uh, it's to just it a long-awaited match as the main event um seemed a little bit out of place i mean lockjaw yeah. made a good run last year but they're not one of these heavyweight bots with these huge weapons yeah. That we're seeing this year. They don't get crazy hits like the other bots do. Right. And they're relying on their reliability. Yeah. Um, Which we've seen in other fights isn't that good. So one of the takeaways from this that probably a lot of people won't be talking about is the brilliant move by Tombstone. Oh, yeah. At the end of the fight. Yeah. The fact that Tombstone backed into it and then turned to attack the wheel, they... They left bait for Lockjaw. Lockjaw took the bait, and then they just shattered the wheels. Wheels just came flying off. Yeah, and the minute it happened, Alan turned to me and said, Oh my God, what a great move. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because he did. He kind of backed them down, showed them the back, the vulnerable part of his bot. He just took the bait. And as soon as he came at him, he just spun around and just (laughs) clipped off both wheels off the same side of... Um, Lockjaw and the fight was over before it even really started. Yeah, Ray Billings, he's a great driver. We can't see it as much because Tombstone isn't a bot that you can really drive well. But that shows but how great of a driver he is. Yeah. He knows the tactics. He knows how to psych people out. It's and crazy. he can hunt you down. Yeah. Like, you can't hide against him. No. <laughs> like, he's going to hit you. He's going to get a good hit. And he only needs one hit. Yeah, and really, when this fight started... Um... Lockjaw was more aggressive at the oh, front. Yeah. And there were two big hits at the front. 
at the, at the, at the beginning of the match. And one of them, it seemed like um, Lockjaw took the, the brunt of. And then the yeah. next one, it seemed like Tombstone yeah, took the Tombstone's brunt of. Yeah, flying around. And that's when Tombstone said, all right, I'll just back you down. Yeah. And then smash you. And then it was over. Um, so one of the things that we saw was Lockjaw put this wedge on the back of its box. Yes, they used and it. And I wrote this down before the match started. Yeah. Questionable. This thing yeah. looked questionable. Yeah. It looked like something you and I could put together in our garage. Yeah. Thing is, though, they used it against Valkyrie, split their blade in half. They used it against Sunwayachi. It disabled their spinner. The same one? Yes. See, because it just doesn't look... Because it's made so when it hits the edge, it's going to pop the robot in there. Right. So it's just angled. Yeah. And um, Ray was even talking about how he's got a blade specifically for yeah. that and didn't use that one. Well, he used I the think aluminum. he was talking about wedges, not walls. Oh, sure. Yeah. No. He was talking about... Oh. Well, okay. Either way. He was just talking about, yeah, when they have he a lot of armor. He has a sharp blade that can cut through. Right. Supposedly. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, he went with the long blade with the aluminum teeth at the end. Um, it worked out pretty well because he had that long range to hit the wheels. Right. Ended up working. Yeah, it worked out just just fine for him. There you go, Ray. That's why Tombstone's called the king. Right, and they will continue to be that way until they lose in the playoffs like they always do. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about next? I think what we should talk about next is the Sub-Zero Cobalt fight. Oh, yeah. That fight was crazy. It was nuts. You thought Sub-Zero was going to win. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cobalt has a great... The team that made Cobalt, Team Carbide, I'm pretty sure... They have a great record. They've won Robot Wars. They've won King of Bots. They're coming in here uh, pretty hot. Uh, they said that it's weird being considered underdogs, even though they've won all these competitions. Right. But they're not an underdog anymore. No, and you know they came in with a huge reputation within the sport. Yes. Um, but to people that watch BattleBots, so you had a greater appreciation for them, uh, for instance, than I did. Yes. Um, uh, but just... they had a huge reputation coming in. Um, they've got that huge 50-pound vertical spinner. That it can just dish out damage like one after the other pretty quickly. It's crazy watching how much damage it can really do to about that 75 pounds of armor. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I mean, Sub-Zero, a lot of the um, broadcast was about... How he might retire. Right. Which Which, I think he's retiring. I actually found out Sub-Zero, they did sell the parts of it on eBay after filming ended. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he's retired. Okay. So they probably, this isn't a spoiler because I don't know anything. I'm guessing they probably don't even make this top 16, but that's just a guess. I mean, they've had problems in the past where their flipper doesn't really reset and, you know, it's vulnerable. Um, so there's a there's a lot of issues going on there. Um, I don't know. They've won yeah. one fight, I think, that we've ever seen. Yeah, against Captain Shredderator. Right. Which so. Right, which shouldn't have happened. It hit, Captain Shredderator hit a wall, and then it was knocked out. Right. I mean... 
so there's their one win. Uh, Cobalt, they were one and one on televised events. Yes, but that was with their horizontal spinner. They beat Overhaul, but then they lost the Bombshell. Yeah, and so this vertical spinner that kind of sits on top of the bot, like this thing is massive. Um, and they have like that little wedge in front. And yeah. they were easily getting under sub-zero oh yeah i mean it was total domination threw them into the screws i mean it was a defeat by knockout oh yeah quick knockout yeah there so holes in the bottom of the bot like you could see inside the bot when it was upside down that's not something you usually see right you could see inside of last uh, sub-zero yeah last time i remember that was when tombstone faced brutus in season two so yeah um so, total domination. Sub-Zero had no chance. Uh, they lost a tire early. They were a little bit more aggressive to start, but they had just... They held back for like a second. Cold. So, where would you... Where did that fight sit in your top fights of the night? I'd say it's like a number two or three of my top fights. It okay. was... It shows how powerful this new... Quote-unquote newcomer is to BattleBots. Right. Yeah, and... To most people, they're new. Uh, they did have carbide. None of um, their fights was... Uh, Cobalts, when they were horizontal spinner, they weren't televised. So, right. To the casual But if you viewer. watch Robot Wars, uh, King of Bots 1.5... You know them. You know who they are. Yeah, you can just recognize who they are. Yep. Um, so that's one, you know, we're going to have to keep our eye on on Cobalt for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, not that Sub-Zero is a huge competitor. Yeah. They're one of the weaker teams that gets shown. I'm pretty That's sure. That's just true. Yeah. It's one of the... They're like a punching bag. It seems like a good idea, but it's just... There's something about the execution or the driving or the... Yeah. I, there's just something about it that just doesn't work. Um, you want it to work. You root for them. Um, sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not trying to kiss anybody. Here. Oh! <laughs> um, Sawblaze. Ooh. This... This was an interesting fight even before it even happened. Uh, Uh-oh. Before the fight happened, they explained that Rotator broke its blade while testing, so they had to go for an, for an alternate design, which it doesn't look that good. It looks like... Uh, Does it look that silly? Yeah. Yeah, it looks silly. I, sh- I, mean, I shouldn't it, say it wasn't good. It looks like a half a bot. Yeah, it, it wasn't aesthetically pleasing. Right, so Rotator had the uh, broken disc in practice. Broken uh, frame also. Broke the frame, broke the disc. Uh, the frame was replaceable, the disc not so much. <laughs> no. Um, so they had a totally new configuration. They had uh, some rubber or pla- rubber um, yeah. scrapers. Um, and then like they a used, blacksmith type. They, right. Um, and then a which, bar is a good way to go and then yeah. they had their top spinner not uh, the bottom spinner but then it got flipped around and, yeah, and so they the had bottom, their... it was both <laughs> it ended up being both but they they started with it on top yeah so that and was it was a bar intention. spinner that's another thing you realize it wasn't their normal disc spinner it's a bar spinner once you see when they fight uh bite force and witch doctor okay and then Sawblaze came out um no forks this year no. Uh, they they for good had reason. the three forks last year. I don't know if they can go back to that or not, or if they're going to use I think, the plow the whole year. I think it's uh, configuration. Because in their photo, you can see the forks. I think it's just some they can put on and take off. 
And then one of the things you brought up right away uh, was that they were using the saw and not the uh, spinner. Spinner that they have. Yes. So we haven't seen the spinner yet. Nope. Um, but it's something that's possible for this year. Yes. Um, you know, saw blades came out. They were more aggressive. Um, a huge hit right away. Threw rotator into the screws. Yeah. Um, started sawing away. Um, not sure how much that I helped. I saw it leave a dent. Like, not dent, but it, it cut in there a little bit. Not enough to do damage, but it and was then noticeable. Rotator got flipped, and I felt like it got a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but there we saw how great the wedge of Sawblaze was. Yeah, even when it was a plow. Yeah. Like, it could the... still get under a wedge. Right. So instead of having the forks, they had that plow, and it really helped when Rotator got flipped over and the spinner was on the ground. Yes. It was a low spinner. Um, but then another huge hit, more sawing. Um, Rotator ended up right side up at the end. The spinner was on top. But it, it did flip around a lot. Yeah, and I kept thinking, well, why is Rotator keep backing in um, to Sawblaze? Why do they keep backing in? Why do they keep backing in? They to have a weapon. Yeah, but they need the spin the up. The one time they went in forward, they got they backed out. blasted. Oh, yeah. And thrown straight into the screws. And that's when they didn't get out of the screws until there was about five seconds left. Yeah. Um, so they were basically done. Yeah, and then one time their wedge got under Sawblaze and then... One of them backed out, so they couldn't do anything about it. So, um, I did notice that Sawblaze um, had a tire flat yeah. for a good portion of the match, and it had absolutely no effect. Yeah, um, and then also the builder of Rotator, you could see he was a little cocky during the fight. He he gained a personality. Uh, he was making faces during the fights, like when he was caught on the screws. He he gained a personality. He gained a character. Throughout the and that's season. good for them, right? Because yeah, this it, is ultimately a TV show. Yeah, so it's a way for people to remember you. Yeah. Um, so, Sawblaze won by unanimous decision. For good reason. Um, and again, Rotator was thrown into the screws, got off with like five seconds left, um, came hunting down Sawblaze, didn't get to him in time, uh, and the match was over. Unanimous decision. It was a complete domination. Um, how does this make you feel about Sawblaze going forward? I think Sawblaze will do really well this season. The plow looks really great. It looks like it can take hits. It took a ton of hits from Rotator. Uh, maybe it will do good against Tombstone if they get a chance to fight it. Who knows? And for Rotator, um, they obviously had that practice session... Um, they really need their second spinner. Yes. Um, to be effective. That is crucial. And so, this is just my opinion. Let me know what you think. I, I kind of feel like um, I, I feel good about what Sawblaze did. I'm mm -hmm. not really worried about what Rotator. No, did. it's their just next. They, their next battle. They're gonna have their spinners. They need two spinners, and if they have that, then we'll judge them off of that. Yeah. Kind of agree. Yeah. Thing I noticed, they said that they couldn't fix it in time. So it shows that they are fixing it. Right, because it just, just happened the day before. The frame is more important. Right. So, uh, I say, I mean, we have the judge rotator on their next fight. Yeah. Because they I, weren't fully working. I completely agree. Um, so the next fight, or the next thing we want to talk about, Hypershock? Yes. Okay. Uh, Hypershock is definitely better than it was in season three but it still has some flaws they can fix 
It's Spinner stopped working halfway through the fight. Again. Yeah, it's it's very common at this point. Right. But it didn't stop working. It moved. So this is one where you had picked Hypershock to win. I had picked Valkyrie. Yes. Um, I was really rooting for Valkyrie. Um, I love that they have that uh, horizontal spinner um, so close to the ground. Um, It's very agile. Uh, But that kind of worked against itself because Hypershock came out about as aggressive as I've ever seen a bot. It was uh, crazy. I mean, that was like a dead sprint. Valkyrie. um, Straight to Valkyrie. um, And it was just big hit after big hit. Valkyrie was thrown up on the screws. In like five seconds. Yeah. And it was crazy. They tried to battle back. Um, They got flipped over a couple times. Um, Which proved better for them. Hypershock kept going for very aggressive hits for some reason. Even they, when they were dead. Right. And they talked about that in uh, his interview. On the episode, which I thought was great. Um that they that they mentioned it. And that they're kind of I think those interviews are better this year. Oh yeah. They were doing that like even they showed bots that aren't even competing this episode. Like yeah. Deep Six. And Chris Rose did a lot of the interviews. Yes. So he's around these guys and he understands it at a little bit different level. Um, and then Kenny did some too. And I actually think he's better than Chris at it. But yeah. I thought they're both better than um, having like a spokesperson type person do it. Yeah. Which they've done in prior seasons. Like season three. Correct. Um, so Hypershock, um, they went for that aggressive hit for no reason. Uh, they ended up wheels. smoking... What's that? Their wheels got cut up because of that hit. Right. Um, so cut the wheels of Hypershock. Um, Valkyrie wasn't moving. Hypershock was smoking, but moving. So we weren't sure if if Valkyrie could just get going again, if maybe yeah. they could. But um, it didn't really seem like Hypershock was in any real trouble. No. I mean, these things burn hot after a while. Yeah. And sometimes they'll just start overheating. Yeah. Um, late in it's, the battle and it doesn't mean that they can't make it to three minutes it means yeah. that they're giving everything they can for three minutes knowing that's as long as they have to fight yeah. uh, that's something they can easily just fix it's not it's not like concerning from what we know at least right and you know Hypershock has that big vertical spinner uh, a wedge it's not We're very big a, but a, right well it's powerful yes um Vertical spinner with a wedge, which we're seeing a lot of. Yeah. Um, Cobalt. Right. seen that. Well, and I don't know that anyone's compares to those. Uh, Valkyrie came out. They used their 66-pound... What did they use this time? Sweet Caroline. That's what they called it. Yeah, so it's like Carolina Blue. It's a bow tie blade. Um, I I still think Valkyrie can come back. Oh, yeah. uh, And be really effective. This is probably an underrated fight. We might look back at this. Um, once the round of 16 starts and thinks, holy cow, how do we talk about Especially this? Especially if both of them go on to do really well. Right, well, And that's what I think. I actually yeah. think both of them will make... I think Hypershock... I think they both have a really good chance of making the 16. Yeah, I think this is Hypershock's redemption from last season. Nice. Which I'm glad. Yeah, and I mean, there was a really emotional uh, moment. On yeah. the episode where they showed him in the pits talking... You know, because he's a real jokey kind of guy. He's yeah. a funny dude. Yeah. Um, he's really good at deflecting. He's good with, you know, witty comebacks and stuff. And he's great in short moments. But if you try to have a long form interview with him, uh, then you start to see his emotions and stuff. Yeah. And you can see that a lot of his humor is just deflection. 
Because he cares so passionately about this. Especially and, since you spent all that time in season three and you beat a joke bot. That was the only bot you beat. Right. It it must feel like really crazy to beat a bot that almost made it to the top 16 last year. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's emotional. And you yeah. know, like we were talking about with Blacksmith, like you don't get it if... You prepare all year for this um, because, you know, this event happens over a few weeks. And so you've got 11 months until the next one. Yeah. Um, and you're preparing the whole time and it's do or die. It's like American Ninja Warrior a lot like that. Another yeah. show that we like to watch. But, okay, so what haven't we talked about? Ribot versus Kraken. Yeah, so... Uh-oh. <gasps> Uh-oh. I don't know. What did you think of this one? Well, one thing, Robot, that frog, I think it's more of a shield to see how much damage you're actually taking. That's my one okay, thing I took out of that that's battle. That's an interesting way to look at it. Because I don't know if Kraken actually uh, bit into it because that frog was in the way. Right. Which, so it might have done its job. It's Yeah, it's a cover-up. And, you know, I think it was Chris Rose. He made mention that... Um, you know, because these are uh, builders that are judging this year, they may have noticed the difference. So, um, yeah. you know, it was, still was a unanimous decision. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was foam everywhere. Um, one thing I noticed right away was Ribot was completely outdriven. Yeah. Um, Ribot might, I hate talking about, and they're just kids, right? Yeah. But they might have the worst driver. In yeah, pods. well, their vertical spinner is really small. It's not like they got a big wedge to help for that, like Hypershock does. It looks like uh, a different version of Duck, kind of. Yeah, like, except you can't really they... see the weapon. Yeah, <laughs> and then they have this weapon, so maybe that was their idea was to hide it because yeah. it's so small. <laughs> but maybe it'll be better for an undercover, like their other configurations. Yeah, um, so it is a modular bot. They call it, what you call it, a Swiss Army bot. Yeah, uh, We call it a Swiss Army bot. That's they what they called Bombshell in Season 2. So yeah. That, I, it kind of just stuck with me. Yeah, I, I prefer that, but they mentioned modular on the episode, yeah. so maybe that's the, the new uh, phrase we're going to have to go with. Um, but they were completely outdriven. Um, they're, it's flammable. That, yeah. That seems like a problem. Like, if they face Blacksmith, which, I mean... If they face Blacksmith, will the fire on the foam actually do damage to the internals of the bot? Probably. It it's will. It's heat it up. Yeah. But will it do it as much? Right. Will it melt it? As we think um, it would. Will it fry anything? Or will it just look cool? So one thing they didn't talk about on the episode, and Kenny interviewed um, Kraken right after. Um, but... I I had a terrible I had a real problem with Kraken in this episode. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, it So to me, they used the hammer after the final whistle. Mm-hmm. After the match was over. I mean that can be debatable. It looked it like was for close, us it was. Yeah. But it certainly seemed like and they knew it the could, countdown. Everyone's counting down in the yeah. arena. It could have easily the refs been counting just down. A, and they didn't have to do it. It wasn't going to win you the battle. Yeah. And the judges are never gonna make a decision based off of the stationary 
uh, hammer in yeah. the corner of, of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like It's not like they got a hit with their main weapon. Yeah. Which can help. Maybe it's 13 to mm-hmm. 13 on hits and you get that 14th hit. Yeah. I had a real problem with it. And then what I really didn't like is they started uh, Ribot on fire. When? Way. This is, yeah, this is after way that. Way after. And once they started Ribot on fire, they started cheering crazily. Like they had just won the World Cup of Soccer, uh, the Super Bowl of Football, yeah. or the World Cup of Football. Um, the World Series, you know. Yeah, you attacked the bot that was probably turned off. Right, because the match was over. Yeah. And then you waited till then to start it on fire, and then you started yeah. screaming like you won the World Series or the Nobel Prize. Like, yeah. I thought it was terrible sportsmanship, and I know there's a lot of young people on that mm-hmm. team, um, so it's, yeah. you know, and youthful this... enthusiasm, but... Uh, and I thought they handled it well in the press conference. They acted like they're just chummy. Yeah. But I had a real problem with it. I yeah. actually had a problem with it. And I actually will never root for Kraken. And it reminds me of... Um, there was Ray Billings with Tombstone. Did it once. In one of the seasons, he hit someone for no reason. And then... But there was... Season one. Remember season one? Who Lockshaw was Lockshaw versus Overhaul. Lockshaw got an extra hit. He claimed he didn't hear the bell. Which... That is debatable, but it still happened, and they ended up getting the rematch, and Overhaul beat them. Right. So they got revenge. Yeah. So this, but. to me, this was one of those egregious things that they kind of just glossed over on the episode. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm the only one. Again. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it? I, I feel like the lighting them on fire part was pretty unreasonable. Maybe the hammer part that could have been a mistake in some way. Who knows? I would have given them the benefit of the doubt on the hammer if they hadn't also flamed them at the yeah, end and then cheered like, wildly like they just won something. Yeah, because they're surrounded by a family. So maybe they didn't hear the countdown. That's why they hit them with the hammer. But if at the point where you, where they set them on fire, it's like it's pretty obvious that the match was over. Right. I mean, but like if you were an NBA team and you were playing in the finals and you were down by one point... With 10 seconds left, and you you had the ball, and you just dribbled it out, and then you shot two seconds after the buzzer went off, and you made it. You wouldn't be like, we should have won that game because there was a family screaming, so I didn't hear the countdown. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's their job yeah. to know how much time is mm-hmm. left. And I, I, I would have given them the benefit of the doubt until I didn't. And until when they I, burned them. When they... Gosh, when they lit that on fire, I was so mad. And then they started yeah. screaming like more wildly than when the buzzer went off when they actually knew they won. Yeah. Like they were more excited about destroying or trying uh, potentially destroying a bot that had already lost. Yeah. After the fact. Yeah, and than why they, they were wait of getting a win. Yeah, why'd they wait till then? Well, in the pre pre match uh talk, you know, the the preview yeah. or whatever, the talking to them leading up. I'm so upset about this. I'm really, I'm mad about this. I think sportsmanship plays a key um, role. is a big part of STEM, especially when money's and fear involved. Where we, you know, where where you participate, um, robotics is more about the battle than who wins and who loses yeah. and who has the most scalps or whatever. And I felt like this was just not in the spirit of STEM or fear. Yeah, and so like, I feel. 
there's money involved. So if you get a late hit, you're potentially costing that team like $1,000, for example, if you destroy radio or if they melted it, for example. Yeah. So I wasn't happy about that. Um, it was actually one of the top three things that happened in this episode for me. Yeah. And it's... Um, I didn't want to push it up the list because it's a negative thought. And we're, we're, we're not trying to be negative here. But, hey, these are my real thoughts. That's how I feel. All right. Um, so enough about that. Um, Kraken did say they would use fire. Um, what was crazy is um, one of their teeth broke right away. Yeah. And then they still had that really memorable moment where they bit through Ribot. You yeah. said you didn't know if they actually did. They did, because you could okay. hear that pop. It was like, Yeah, pop. I didn't know if they hit the spinner and it just went up because of that, or... No, I think they got them. I think yeah. later in the in the battle, we're not sure if they got them, but yeah. I know that pretty early in that battle, after yeah. the tooth no, was bent, I know what you're talking about. Like, you could it hear like it. pop. Yeah, yeah, like you're opening a sardine can or yeah. something. But again, not that, that you've frog, ever opened sardines, but... That frog was a, it was a camouflage for it. Yeah, and you know, Kraken, they held on for a long time. Like, I, this yeah. to me was totally different um, than Quantum. Than Quantum. Uh, this to me was intentional. Um, and I think that started to rub me the wrong way. Yeah. And then with the late hit and the late flame and the weird celebration, I'm over them. Yeah. I'm over them. I don't even remember who they are. <laughs> Where are they from? Uh, Florida. Uh, I don't know who they are. Oh, I've never okay. seen them before. They're dead to me. All right, so Kraken's off my list. Okay. They're one and zero, but they're off my list. You gonna keep them on your list? <laughs> they're gonna be on my Uh-oh. mind. I'm gonna see how they act in their next battle. Oh. All right. Well, you're more patient than me. That's good. You deserve that. All right. Um. So I think we touched on every match. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. I think the the match of the day. Well, you picked this one. Uh, you you thought the match of the day was Endgame versus Death Row. Yes. Uh-oh. Just kidding. No, I agree. Um, I thought that was the best match. Um, kind of was a little bit under the radar. Was that the second match in the night? It was the third match. Third match of the Just night. In the middle. Um, you had Tombstone versus Lockjaw number two. Why'd you why'd you choose that? I as just like the move that Tombstone made on Lockjaw. And then Tombstone went flying around. So it was it was a it was an even match. Both sides did really well. Except Lockjaw just got hit really badly. Right. And I didn't feel like Lockjaw could really win. Maybe they could outlast them. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't gonna beat them. No. Um, and anytime Tombstone fights and they get a knockout it's always a good time. So yeah. it's probably going to make the top two or three yeah. uh, at, at a minimum, if not the, the the fight of the night, whenever they're fighting yeah. and they they win. If, if they lose, it's an, even, like, it's an event. It's like someone actually beat Tombstone. Um, number three, what are we going with? Cobalt Sub-Zero? Yes. I just like Cobalt. I want to see how it does later in the future, see who, who they pair him up against. You know, and it's interesting watching the first episode because you get a feel for what's going on in the pits. And when the announcers talk about how other teams were looking at Cobalt yeah. and wanted to see their, their bot and were kind of hanging around their pit area, um, that tells you a lot. Yeah. Because they know. Yeah, they know that they're going to do some heavy damage. 
I bet like almost because there, I've heard that there are certain fights in the pits where everyone gathers around and watches that fight. Yeah, this might have been one of those battles, and mostly because they just want to see how this how this bot's gonna do. Yeah, it okay. did really well, and it did great. Um, so number four, uh, we disagreed on this. You yeah. had Sawblaze Rotator. I had Hypershock Valkyrie. I think you can make an argument either way. Why don't you talk real quick about Sawblaze Rotator? I, I why like, you had it that high? I like Sawblaze versus Rotator because the match seemed even, even though Whiplash was not Whiplash. Sawblaze was dominating <laughs> the entire fight, but Rotator was just getting flown around the entire arena. It would hit its spinner on there. It showed how great of a driver Sawblaze was. The driver for that team is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, Rotator was never able to even get to the side of Sawblaze. Yeah. And so, you know, you're kind of making my point for me uh, why I thought Hypershock Valkyrie yeah, was a again. little bit better fight. Very entertaining. Um, Valkyrie obviously got flipped in the first, like, millisecond. Yeah. Uh, and was flipping around for a while, but kind of battled back a little bit. Yeah. Um, has that dexterity, has that um, that ability, that that mobility um, to get bounced around and come back um, with with a weapon intact. So I thought that, uh, to me that was more entertaining battle. Yes, yeah, and Hypershock Will Bales, he's a amazing driver for that team. <laughs> of course. In that fight, kudos. In that fight, I was thinking about if. <laughs> Hypershock can get everything perfectly working. This could be a bot that wins the entire thing just because of how great of a driver he is. Uh, absolutely. Okay, so that was uh, four and five, depending on yeah. how we looked at it. Um, I think we agreed on what the number six fight of the night was. Um, and that was um, Quantum versus Blacksmith. Yes. I'm just not a fan of Blacksmith. Yeah, and it was more of Quantum picking up Blacksmith with it's crusher it was a sight to see it was amazing but blacksmith did nothing that match probably took 25 minutes in real time yeah i mean and they saw nothing quantum they painted saw the one ground. bot bite another bot twice yeah and have to be separated and then paint the ground <laughs> paint the, the ground that wheels. was cool yeah a lot of yeah, that was bunch cool of thing blue circles um so that wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't a great fight it was maybe cool for tv uh, maybe now the few. And now there. we're talking about it. I'm thinking maybe maybe we should have had this at seven. I probably would drop it down now that I've had a minute to think well, about it. But that's why we do instant reactions because yeah. you want our instant reactions. Oh! All right, so that leaves number seven. Um, a fight we actually were a little bit excited about because we were both kind of high on Ribot this year. Yeah, um, which I mean, Ribot it can Kraken. still do really well. It still was probably a decent fight, but I'm mad. I'm mad yeah. at Kraken. It's just I think goes. I think Ribot could be the Valkyrie this season. Uh, didn't do well in its first fight. It will do a little bit better in its second fight, but then we'll just come back in its later fights and we'll have amazing later fights. And sometimes you get better. Sometimes your opponents get worse. Sometimes uh, you yep. can outlast your opponents. Um, you don't have as many things go wrong as your opponent and things like that. So um, we'll see who's built to be more sustainable than the others. Um, overall, what did you think of the first episode? I think it was amazing. I think it tops most of the episodes in season three. Yeah, I mean, already this has been... It's a crazy... That opening awesome. montage, like, I saw the fights in there, and I'm so excited to see those fights happen. <laughs> the intro was really awesome. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm obviously going to watch that over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. I've seen people list, like, what fights have been listed. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because that, that's been available for a while. But it is a great introduction. It's crazy. I've um, seen some crazy fights in there. So, let's not get away without talking about last night. So, we did stay up last night. We watched the Twitch event live. Yes. We have a lot of thoughts about that. Audio is um, bad. The audio on Twitch? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, it kept, kept fading a, in yeah. and out. And mics were being dropped. And stuff that, that, that never ever happens on this podcast now i got that all the way yeah um but that is there are some things in there that if we talk about can kind of affect um what we think is going to happen in season four because this happened after season four was taped yes but before season four aired Yes. So we know a little bit more about season four after watching last night. So we're going to put this in a separate podcast that we're going to do sometime during the weekend. Um, We'll have a special podcast just for the Twitch event. um, And we will, uh, you'll see that. That will be episode five. We'll do that totally separately. Does that sound good to you, buddy? Yes. All right. I'm Al. And I'm Alan. And we're, uh, we're signing off here. Uh, This was episode four. Again, um, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Please like us. Please subscribe to us. Please rate us. Please review us. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, email us if you want to be on the show or if you have questions for the show. I mean, we're just getting started. We have a very small number of downloads. Um, 33. 33, but we're building um, slowly and we feel like organically we're not going to buy subscribers or downloads or anything like that. We're going to yeah. see how many people are actually listening to our show. Um, I have downloaded each episode once, so um, you can take three of those out. I assume you've done the same. Yeah. So we've had 27 downloads. It's That's paltry. That's really good. It's, it's, uh, um, we're going to celebrate it, though. It's our first week. It's our first week, and when we when we released our first uh, episode, we weren't even on any yeah any platform at all. We had no social media, so we're gonna build this out. We're excited. We hope you can hear that. Um, we can't wait to bring you the Twitch episode, and then early next week we'll do a preview of week two. Yes, and we'll have our top ten bots, which will be ongoing every week. Uh, we'll have a top ten until we get close to the postseason. Yes. Uh, and then we'll start doing our top 16. Who's out? Who's in? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just a heads up, fight cards, they're released on Thursdays. On Thursdays. So we won't really know who is fighting. fighting. We have a good idea because there's a commercial. We saw a couple fights in there. Or I saw a couple fights in there that I knew was happening. Okay. Um, so we might have to change a little bit our schedule. We might want to do a Thursday and a Friday. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh-oh. All right, listen. Uh, we might do Thursday and Friday then because we're going to want to know that a fight card. Yeah, Otherwise we can we can't give really our do predictions or thoughts. Yep. Um, so maybe we'll do uh, a shorter episode early in the week, which will just be kind of a recap. Um, our top. Our afterthoughts. Our top 10. And uh, any preview that we can find for you. Again, we're spoiler free. Um, so we're not going to spoil anything uh, before it's on TV. 
So we'll try to stick to that plan. Yes. Our schedule may change is what we're saying. But again, uh, like, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, listen to us on Apple, Google, Podbeam, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, iHeartRadio, I think we're on now. Nice. Um, we'll get a full list to you. Um, you can email us at unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com, BattlebotsPod on Twitter, unofficialbattlebots on IG. This has been a pleasure. I'm Al. I'm Alan. We're out of here. Have a great night. It's been great robot talking with you. Uh, We'll talk to you soon. Oh, great to see you. Great looking crowd. Great looking crowd. Anybody here from Chicago? All right.